Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Hello. Hi. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Chrysler. Happy, happy Chrysler. Happy so Christmas. obviously, this is our Christmas episode of Killing Time. We thought we'd be a little bit festive with the uh, outfits. Jared's in his festive flannel. Yeah, I did the most. He did the most. Alexis, you're in a uh, little onesie that you have told me is a game. It is a game. I put some balls next to you guys. Uh, why don't you let's give that a do shot. the honors? <laughs> do a I don't little... know what you're going to be aiming for. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. A little throwing stick. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> the tree is decorated. Alexis, Alexis is decorated. She looks good. I think so. How think are you, How are we feeling? Oh my god, I'm feeling so festive. We're feeling festive. Jubilant. We have our festive drinks. We've got our Aperol spritzies and our cups. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Merry Christmas, firsties. Merry Christmas, God, Lord. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy birthday, (laughs) Jesus. Happy holidays, too. For those of you who don't celebrate Christmas, don't let us um, take away the joy of all the other holidays. This is just sort of our go-to. This really is our go-to. I hope everybody is having a nice time maybe you're off work a little bit maybe you're working your buns off during the holidays but we hope to give you a little a little fun to listen to today christmas jubilation before we start i have an honorary gift for jared oh no and i you know i don't want it to go too far into this episode before i give this to you oh yes let's get are you ready for the presentation i'm ready okay Okay. what do we got all right here we go i'm nervous to see what this is apparently it has to do something with your head she told me that i wouldn't have to wear my santa hat for long (laughs) (laughs) holy shit Wait, that's amazing. Oh my god, hold on. I know. Okay, so for anybody listening, it is a red baseball cap that says Santa on it with long white hair. Actually, perfect length of Jared's hair. It looks like you've got a nice highlight going on. How does it look? It looks amazing. How does it look? You look perfect. You look sort of like um that trend where ladies were going gray on purpose. Yes. And mixing it with their real hue. I'm trying to cover up my Honestly, I like this more than the other hat. I don't. You need to wear this. I don't love Jared in a front ways hat. (laughs) I don't have the head shape. I do, especially with the flannel. You look like a true trucker. He looks like a redneck. (laughs) I am a redneck. I know it's it's in your blood, so you're really uh, it's really shining. My final form right here. This is who who I really pull some of the hair on the left side of your head, and then you'll be ready to go. Okay, so now we're finally ready to start our episode. So today is December 22nd. And you know what? I thought I would start doing our episode. We usually only do uh, like what day is it for the first degree episodes. And then we do the dark day for killing time. But I thought, you know, every week we could go see what the holidays are. Absolutely. And I decided to do this on a bad day because the holidays aren't great. But December 22nd is National Cookie Exchange Day. Ooh, I have cookies for later in this episode. Great. What didn't just as Santa would like. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, Santa would love a cookie. And it's also National Date Nut Bread Day. Do no, you like a date you. nut bread? No, she doesn't like it. 
because mm. it's it's not really a fruit, but a date is a fruit. A date, I get is out of here with the dates. A date is a fruit. Jared hates dates, but it's what I like about dates is the historic connotation. They're very like Mesopotamia, and I'm into that. Mm, okay. Do you know the history of dates? Uh, not in depth, but I know that it <laughs> just comes, that they're very Mesopotamia. It's it's got, they're they're rooted in history. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a history to like a date. they were in Constantinople. They were you know before Istanbul. You know, <laughs> right? Like they were all over the place. So over she had there. to throw Egypt, some more. She had to throw some bonus when history. Istanbul in. was Constantinople. <laughs> that was my music history. Wow. I mean, it's more than I know. Thank you. It's also National Regifting Day, which is kind of weird because wouldn't you think that. Regifting would be after Christmas. Yeah. Well, no, you regift for Christmas. Oh, okay. You know, like you gotta, you have to think ahead and be like, oh shit, I'm I forgot to get presents for people, and then you regift. You're yeah, you're pulling out some shitty gifts. Stuff you got you. from like the office Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bunch right of before. fucking junk that you don't want. That's right. We are having our office Christmas party today. That's really what this is, and we're doing a gift exchange later, so we might be regifting these things. At some point, you will not. Neither of you will regift what I have for you. Okay. I don't think you. Uh, some of the stuff I got, I think it's yours forever. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think any. This will work for anyone else. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm excited to get to it. We're gonna get to it later, but let's get into the date today. So today is December 22nd, and in December 22nd, 1978, is the day that John Wayne Gacy uh, confessed to his murders. What? He confessed to. A little over two dozen murders, and he was murdering young boys and young men, and he buried the bodies underneath his house. So he ended he's up... He's a sentimental guy. He's yeah, really... Yeah, oh you know, he God. wanted to hold on to stuff. Um, he was convicted, I think, of killing 33 people, but he had only admitted to the two dozen. So we all know John Wayne Gacy as the killer clown. He would dress up as Pogo the Clown, and he would go visit hospitals he would go visit at charity events where there was lots and lots of kids and he was like one of the fucking he's one of the creepiest people that i feel like have ever existed in the world yeah um i did a lot of research on him for a project semi-recently and there's so much interesting information about him that isn't sort of common knowledge like about his mom Oh. Like his mom thought he was sick from like the moment he was born and was like putting medication up his ass oh like when, when he was like two months old. And there was definitely something really weird going on there. His his mom was convinced that they were so connected. And this was in the court transcripts. That's the only reason why I know this. I think it was a that tooth. him and his mom were so yes, connected? Yes, the mom testified that she was convinced a tooth disappeared from her mouth and appeared in his. What? Whoa. Like she, yeah, they had a very, and, and when he got out of prison for the first time because he got in trouble for, you know. Sexually assaulting somebody. Sure. Yeah. She, um, he moved back in with his mom and that's when he started his construction business and she basically like helped him come up with a name and like they were very connected. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Oh my oh, god! As someone who is and has always been deathly afraid of clowns <laughs> or moms, yeah, or yeah, oh, and moms. Same. There's so many. I mean, it's it's like the Ed Gein thing, right? Where it's like there's oh, there's so many weird connections that serial killers have with their moms. Yes, and I think that's a misconception because I think if you look at Gacy's dad, it's even worse. Is it? Mm. Yeah, and it usually is. I mean, I think Bundy, for example, is always like, ooh, him and his mom who pretended to be his sister. It's like, but the dad wasn't in the picture. So right. what affects him more, really? Right. No, that's you know? so true. Right. Um, so I did this thing for Investigation Discovery, like a social post for them last year where I was going through serial killers and I was finding unknown facts as well. My unknown facts are... Uh, more entertaining than psychological. Sorry, mine and were probably a little heavier. No, but they're but that's so interesting. I mean, valid, valid. You know, yeah. What I found out about John Wayne Gacy is he worked as a mortuary assistant in Las Vegas. He lived in Las Vegas for a little bit, and while he was working there, he was like um, observing the embalming of dead bodies, blah blah blah, blah as you do working at a mortuary. Yeah. And at one point, he climbed in to a casket with a dead body. No. Of a little boy. Ew. And just like laid in there until Ooh. he got caught. That is so It's too strange. bad nobody walked in right then because they would have stopped so many bad things from him. They would have been like, dude. But what are you going to do? You're in trouble. They probably just fired him. We're like, you're fucking creepy. Ugh. He also worked at, he was a manager at three KFCs. Uh -huh. And he wanted everybody to call him the colonel. 
<laughs> I would Same. do that. I mean, I would do that if I were. I guess that's a normal thing. Yeah. But that's like a dominant. That's shockingly yeah. normal. He's like, like I, you will not refer to me as the colonel. Sure. <laughs> um, and then his last meal was KFC chicken, which I mean. Mm. Yeah, we just got a message about them maybe advertising for our show. And yes. I was like, did you see my response? I was like, no one loves chicken tendies more than this crowd. Oh, I mean, I didn't even know that was a thing. What? That KFC was maybe they on the They emailed hook. us. Yeah, oh I know. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe they don't want us talking about this connection to John Wayne Gacy, but whatever. Maybe they do. His last meal was KFC all chicken tenders. I got to say, chicken's chicken. I think that like all of this probably is from KFC. KFC chicken tenders, fries, fried shrimp. Do they do fried shrimp at KFC? Or is that I'm more of a... Sure. Or maybe it's Popeyes that does. Maybe it's Popeyes. Maybe, maybe they sometimes have shrimp. Like, you know, sometimes Del Taco does. <laughs> sometimes. I think... Well, if KFC... <laughs> it's a sometimes thing. Well, it can't be all the time. No. Because, like, what if it's, like... Shrimp mm. season. Been there for a long time. Yeah. If KFC really is on the line, I'm pretty sure Popeyes is the chicken that all the serial killers ate. So... Wow. KFC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally you, good. Yeah, totally. totally Anyways, Andy also had strawberries, which I thought was weird. He's sensey. He's a sensey boy. Sensey boy. And then his last words were kiss my ass before That's he was executed. Very like on brand for a serial killer to like not show remorse at the end. Very on brand. And then the other fact that I learned was so he was married the whole time while he was committing all of these murders. He was murdering all of these boys and men, hiding them underneath his house while he was married to yes. his wife. Obviously, that fucking stinks. Like, you're going to start getting a stench of yes. bodies decomposing underneath your house. She mentioned it once, the smell, and he said it was from the mice. And then she never mentioned it again. Yes, but that makes sense. Like, serial killers choose people that are malleable. They yeah. choose people that aren't going to ask too many questions. Yeah. They choose people that they can manipulate. Exactly. For this exact reason, because they have to be able to get away with their weird shit. And one of my favorite lines, and I don't know where I got it, is that like dysfunction can't see dysfunction. If mm. you grew up in a dysfunctional household or you've been married to your dysfunctional husband for 20 years, you see nothing dysfunctional about it. This is your normal shit. And right. family, like anyone living in the house, yeah. this was normal. Yeah, you're and just it's hard for a lot it. of people to wrap their head around that because that is such a unique situation. But yeah, I mean, how else could this go on for so I don't know, long? Think about the most bizarre thing about your parents and how it's not a big deal to you anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. like the best thing. But imagine like... 70 things like that yeah. in the household. Really fucking bad. And like, but it's been going on since you're a kid. So for you, it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. another Tuesday. Just the smell of decomp. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. Can't even smell it after five minutes. It's stinky down there. He's like, it's a what? bunch of mice. No, it's mice. No, I've heard of a few killers like that. Um, and I've heard one that was like, ooh, it's raccoons in the attic. And it's like, well, then you should handle that. Well, like, we were, we were yeah, just, yeah, let's take care of even that. Even if it's a rac dead raccoon, like you shouldn't be inhaling rotting matter all the time. Yeah. Well, we had seen a little bit of that Dahmer series on Netflix. And I don't know how accurate it was to real life, but his excuse was he had gotten some meat and his electricity went out or something and his refrigerator like wasn't keeping it and it went bad it's much easier to know now whether power is really going out because yeah. you can just google and check but then yeah. you will know. <laughs> just believe anything i say. guess our power went out she's like i guess we just got there was a storm here yeah. yesterday but not yeah, or yeah. Said, it was like, actually only in my one apartment it my, wasn't in my neighbors yeah. at all my refrigerator broke and there's just spoiled meat it's like i didn't and i didn't throw, throw it, it away yeah yeah we're just so. gonna leave it yeah i'm mm -hmm. here yeah well Today is a dark day. That's, that's right. a that's a pretty dark uh, a dark thing for all of you to remember. But um, we are going to do nothing to do with this for True Crime Rewind. So we're leaving the serial killerness right here. We're gonna get festive when we get back for True Crime Rewind. But before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to a very festive on the stand. We all brought Christmas-related things to put on the stand we are loving or hating. We're going to bring them to Instagram. You vote on them. Tell us you're on the stand. I feel like this is going to be a week where you're going to be having a lot of things that are grinding your gear. And like a lot of opinions probably about what we are bringing up. Because a lot of these, I know for me, mine is like, depending on what kind of family you're from, like a cherished thing mm. that I find take issue with. And okay. I think there's going to be a lot of opinions. I wonder if, like, I would be curious to see the stats of how many calls we get after Thanksgiving and Christmas. Family-related. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. probably a bunch. Well, you know, yeah, everybody is going through some shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. All right. So I want to hear yours first then, Lex. Okay. So what I'm putting on the stand, 
elf on a shelf, <laughs> mensch on a bench, and any other blank on a blank. Listen, I'm actually okay with this if you have kids mm -hmm. and they're attached to it now. Do people do it without kids? <laughs> I think so. People go to Ooh. Disneyland without kids. People do all, you well, know. Well, yeah, that's it. We could go on forever yeah. about that. But why? who is the elf on a shelf for as an adult? Can either of you the explain novelty? It to me? So yeah, Elf on a Shelf, uh, Mention a Bench. It's basically so I I don't know if it's every family's different about how they do it. I don't know if it's like in the days leading up to Christmas, every night when the kids go to bed or they like the move adults it go to bed, something? they move it yeah. and they put it somewhere. It's sort of like the cookies are gone in the morning after Christmas. I think I think that it it's like Santa sending his elf to watch you. This would I terrify think that that's me what that as is. a child. I'm yeah. glad that it didn't exist when we were kids. I don't want to know that there's somebody moving about my house as I'm sleeping. I know. The tooth fairy even freaked me out. Yes. And mention a bench is similar. That's mm. just the Jewish one. Right. Yeah. yeah. So and I'm sure they have them for every um, celebratory thing you can think of. And I, apologies for excluding. Those are the only two I know. But I think this idea. I don't know. Like when I was in second grade, I had to do a flat Stanley. Does anyone has anyone had to do a flat Stanley? What's no a idea flat what that Stanley? Is. A flat Stanley it sounds is like some kind of a sexual like thing. <laughs> <laughs> flat Stanley, the dirty old flat Stanley. I so come I had to up do, with something. It might have been third or fourth grade. I don't remember. But yeah. flat Stanley was basically um, something you made before like spring break or whatever, and you had to like take pictures of your flat stanley but what is it it's a, it it's a little cut out man you make okay you know how people will take like something with them on a trip and take pictures of it everywhere like for a it's yeah like, it's yeah, like, yeah yeah it's like, like when a, people would have like a stuffed animal that they yeah, yeah, yeah. that they take everywhere but, but this was called flat, flat stanley and then you had to make like a, a book at the end of it like is it made out of Paper. paper yeah <laughs> like flat, so it's, it's a, a man it's like a flat paper gingerbread man that flat i had to do stanley. called flat stanley exists? i don't know i don't know if it's a thing it that for exists it did, it's real you've never me. heard of flat stanley. yeah and maybe orbit. that's why i hate fucking things like this because yeah. i was like <laughs> you're like all this fucking is is a festive flat stanley a flat a, a paper gingerbread man that i had to like carry around like with a smile on my face and i'm like i'm in third or fourth grade i can't wait to google if this is a thing or not um have flat you ever Stanley. talked to anybody about never. it? Never. Okay. I don't even know. It honestly hadn't even occurred to me until I was trying to explain why I hated Elf on the Shelf because I'm not really sure. Right. Except well, that makes sense. <laughs> you have your own trauma from Flat Stanley. Flat Stanley. And I feel like if anyone else had a Flat Stanley, <laughs> if this exact thing, otherwise, like I was tricked. I thought this was like a thing everyone right. knew. And this was in school that you did yeah, this? Yeah. This so was, everybody in this school. This was did below it. fifth grade. Don't quote. Third, fourth, or uh, second, third, or fourth. That is so fucking bizarre. Flat wow. Stanley. I think fourth. I think it was Mrs. Kazarian's class. Um, okay, so I I agree. I think that Elf on a Shelf is guilty. That's right. I mean, listen, it's just like it's the new generation of things to fucking sell us on. And new capitalism traditions. at its best. Yeah. Making us I'm shocked that there I wonder if there's different installments you could do. Like is there a twenty twenty two Elf on a Shelf? Yeah, well, I mean it's still going strong. I know, but like do you have to buy a new one every year? Oh no, you don't. No, no obsolescence. You don't have to. I'm sure they send new ones. There's gotta be some sort of upgrade. But upsell. you know, if I was on Shark Tank, I'd be like, this is seasonal. This is one time purchase. How are they gonna keep buying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. Even from a business perspective, it's weak. Yeah. <laughs> if maybe, I do say maybe so. Maybe they myself. just make them out of really shitty material. So they all break. That's what I would do. Wait. Mm, like the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Planned yeah, yeah. obsolescence. That's right. I guess not. All right. So I'm gonna say that's guilty. 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 So what I'm putting on the stand, it's it is a little bit adjacent to the elf on the shelf because I'm putting Santa on the stand. Just Santa. Santa. I'm putting Jared Santa Monaco. Oh no. Santa Monaco. Santa Monaco. <laughs> Sounds like an Italian guy. <laughs> it's like Santa Monaco, but Santa Monaco. Um, Santa on the stand. Because Santa, again, I think is a thing that's just been normalized, right? Like we all grew up with Santa. Santa's been around for, I don't know how many years, hundreds of years. I don't know the origins of Santa, but he's kind of just a part of a lot of different countries' uh, Christmases, right? Yeah, he's I a, think in Amsterdam or the Dutch, it was like Santa put stuff in your shoes, your little wooden clogs. Yeah, and I think that you started off... Uh, really scary but to me <laughs> well what, like, what was it you're what, talking about krampus krampus yes you're talking about krampus, krampus, krampus. Is, wait, krampus which, is different which i believe is like a i i could be wrong so i'll have to double check my sources but i think it was like a german 
like folklore yeah. about this guy who would come and like cut off kids' fingers, or he would. There was like he was, you know, terrorizing them with Krampus. I think is how. And they downgraded the terror to just coal. Now eventually. he's just coal, yes. yeah. or he's in your house somewhere, or you don't get any gifts. <laughs> so yeah. this is what it says. It says Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Yeah. Anthropomorphic. anthropomorphic figure in central and eastern alpine folklore of europe who during the advent season scares children who have misbehaved assisting saint nicholas or santa claus the pair visit children on the night five december december 5th with saint nicholas rewarding the well-behaved children with modest gifts such as oranges dried fruit Walnuts and chocolate. Dried fruit as a <laughs> gift? That's not a pun. You would this, be oh, like, this is why this was but, to, but this is like probably in the 1500s. I don't know. Dates? They Lex probably would, shove some Lex dried dates Lex would be like, if there. Lex got dried fruit, she'd be like, I have to, what did I do wrong? I have to change something. No, this is hell. Yeah. He said the badly behaved ones would receive punishment from Krampus with birch rods. So basically they would get beat. Okay. Um, six or seven, seven centuries. So anyways. Bring back Krampus. So going back to Santa. So Santa obviously is, you know, it's evolved from Krampus. But I think we need to really think about the ways that Santa is creepy. Okay? I can think of a few. (laughs) (laughs) So first of all, let's think about the song. So he sees you when you're sleeping. Santa is watching little kids while they sleep. I think I want to take this hat off now. No. It says Santa in big bold letters on it. You are the only promise... Of like, I'm gonna you save can Santa. change everything. You guys, we're on a new Santa mission. We're, we're trying re-branding to rebrand Santa. Rebranding right Santa. Here. He looks like this. You are, you are this generation's hope. God, if you only knew how janky that hat looks on your head. I think it I'm looks gonna, amazing. I think I'm gonna switch back in a second. You need no. to pull that hair over on that side. I have no okay. body awareness. Go back ahead. to Santa. He sees your. He sees you when you're sleeping. So mm. he's watching little kids sleep. He knows when you're awake. He's fucking stalking. Santa's a stalker. No, very clearly a stalker. He comes down the chimney while everybody is sleeping. So he is breaking and entering. He doesn't stealing want you to see food. him. Your house. He is stealing your food. He is. And then the worst part is as little kids were forced to sit on this old stranger's lap. Now that in itself is probably traumatized millions of people. Well, out how there. many times have you sat on Santa's lap? A million. A million. A million. That's but, why we were hypersexualized as children. That's right. Well, it's like normalizing <laughs> sitting on strangers' laps. So now you're going to sit on fucking creepy and how many Uncle Joey's you, How many uncles were you forced to hug when you yes. didn't want to? So many. That's what I'm saying. Creepy Uncle Mark. Time up. <laughs> Give the old wraparound. <laughs> Santa has normalized old creepy men touching children. Okay. Right? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but like, isn't he supposed to just like? Hey, listen, anyone who takes joy? their kids to sit on Santa's lap, we're not disparaging you. No, it's traditional, but you know, we have our own experience, and we thought it was weird. And also, like, don't force them to sit on his lap if they don't. No, want if to. your kids are really into it and they're dressed like little elves, I totally get the novelty. It's I mean, fifty-fifty though. How many? It's fifty percent. I bet pictures with Santa where the kids are just. Screaming or the Easter, but that's crying. any Easter bunny, well, tooth fairy. Kid, yeah, because it's little kids. Any photo with a child, fifty percent of the time they're screaming. I trust the kids, though. I'm with the kids on all this. Mm, yeah. are, but kids cry when their own parents hold them. Yeah, kids mm. are crying all the time. My first uh, visit to Santa Claus when I was six months old, my dad had me on his shoulders. He was like holding me on his shoulders, and I threw up on his head. <laughs> was he bald? <laughs> Not yet, but he was getting there amazing he wow. didn't have much hair at the and he top. doesn't even resent you no that's incredible i feel no. like we've had a night out like he that. still yeah. like loves you so much and I i'm not sure i head. would be as good of a parent as you are bill santa off you go he, alley-oop he <laughs> like, it to santa. actually now santa you own this child okay well santa is guilty guilty sorry santa mm, i'm gonna say not guilty no mistrial um i love santa look at this little cup oh I um I don't know. I think in 2D Santa's great. I'm with you. I'm gonna say guilty. We don't Sa- like it when he materializes. 3D Santa <laughs> guilty. No. I don't want. I don't want to sit on Santa. No, this is what I'm saying. I'm gonna retract Santa. I'm saying personified Santa, a real life Santa. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm 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 retracing because I said guilty, but he oh, brings shit. presents and I can easily be bought. 
I can be bought too. So I can also I'm be like bought. super on the fence here, but depends I, on how much he's slanging that year. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of presents are we talking about? Yeah. Are we talking about dried fruit or are we talking about an iPhone? If I'm getting chestnuts and dried dates, it's a fucking <laughs> guilty for me. Mm. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We really took that back around. Wow. Jared. Uh, okay. So today we're putting on the stand mistletoe. Oh. Um, and more specifically, uh, Mistletoe at a family gathering, yeah. I think, is even worse. <laughs> but first, I'd like to get your guys' take on like, does anyone know why that mistletoe thing is like? Where, the history like, we of don't mistletoe? know the origin I of this. I looked it up a long time ago. Yeah, uh, but no, it was again probably some creepy you, dude who well, was like, I was gonna say, well, check it out. I know who perpetuates it, <laughs> yeah. and that's men, yeah. because yeah. like Lord knows. Oh yeah. my God, how many fucking creepy ass men forced women? To kiss them under the, the mistletoe. mistletoe. Yeah. Well, also, just Christmas in general, the cold season is prime for guys being creepy. You know that, like, baby, it's cold outside song is like, uh, yeah. it's like, I'm going to trick you into leaving and yeah. not leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're staying. It's cold. There's was, some hot buttered rum here. I was going to bring that up because it's, it's almost a, it's very parallel to that. And oh, I feel yeah. like, you know, as someone who really enjoys a smooch. Whoever came up with you Santa coming it. on the fireplace also came up with the mistletoe thing. Exactly. Okay, so here is the tradition of mistletoe. It says the tradition of kissing under the mistletoe started in ancient Greece during the festival of Saturnalia and later in marriage ceremonies because of the plant's association with fertility. Mm. During the Roman era, enemies at war would reconcile their differences under the mistletoe, which to them represented peace. And then it said... When you go, why do we kiss under the mistletoe? When you ask Google that, it says a young lady caught under the mistletoe could not refuse to give a kiss. This is supposed to increase her chances of marriage since a girl who wasn't kissed could still be single next Christmas. Imagine if you had to add that to the list of things you had to look out for day to day as a woman. Mistletoe. Oh, add it to the Beware. list. Add There's the like 50 list. things like walking with keys in my hand yeah. like it's ninja stars. <laughs> and you just can't walk into this about. one plant now too. You have to I'm add like, that. Now if there's a man under the plant, <laughs> I'm obliged. You literally. Lest I be cannot, an old spinster. You cannot refuse, cannot refuse a kiss. According to Google. And I bet a man wrote that definition of why we <laughs> of do it. Of course he did. Mm. God, dude, what is it? Basically, all this has to do with creepy men. Yeah, and person. men being creepy. Yeah, and just creeps and men. Sorry for ruining Christmas, but I'm Christmas sorry, is isn't creepy. Every holiday, <laughs> what? Every like Christmas is. A, I mean, we love it. It's about giving and family and all those things, but it's also about like a man creeping down your chimney and taking your <laughs> cookies out of the cookie jar, like man a naughty watching Santa. You sleep. Have you ever heard someone try to explain how Santa gets into your house when he doesn't have a chimney? No, people, dude. I've heard people say that he like liquefies and goes under your door. So it's and like stuff. the secret world of Alex Mack. Yes, I've heard dude, that. They're like fucking rats. Yeah. Like rats can get under any door. They can come up in the pipes. The closet is a rat. Or like coming through the toilet. There's snakes that come in through the toilet. We just, oh. as a society, need to take a step back and look at Santa Claus and really do another reevaluation. Yeah, like maybe he just knocks on the door and rings yeah. a doorbell and leaves your prisons outside. Like I think that's going to be my house. I think we need to turn Santa into like not a man, like an animal. Ooh, if he like was like a rabbit, a, like the Easter Bunny. If he was like a yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, back to mistletoe. Santa eater, like an ant eater. Mm. But if like that. a little, like a little hatted ant eater okay. came in your house. Yes. What's another Very one? Very non-threatening. Like a planta. Or oh, Santa's he's a plant. plant. Salamanta. Salamanta. <laughs> <laughs> or um, Santa Ray, like oh, a manta wow. ray. Yes. You know, How do you have all wow, these we're doing this. A little aquatic. Santa with a hat. I love this. This is how you really make a solution to Santa Claus. I've really been trying to think of one, but I got nothing. Okay. Well. Mistletoe guilty, though. Mistletoe is so guilty. No argument there. Guilty. Do we want to do one from our one of our listeners? Oh, sure. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Hi, Alexis, Jack, and Jerry. I am calling to put on the stand buying adult presents, whether that be Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you want to celebrate. Um, I'm putting that on the stand because at one point in my life, I was buying gifts for my parents, my in-laws, my nieces, my nephews, my siblings at like 30-something years old, literally spending like over a $1,000 on holiday gifts. And I realized like we're all just like passing around the same like 
$40. And I'm someone who spends, like, a lot of time trying to, like, give really thoughtful gifts. Um, but from what I've seen, like, they're not appreciated. And so at this point in my life, I just feel like whatever my, like, siblings or in-laws would give me are probably something that I could just go ahead and buy myself. So I am putting on the stand buying gifts for adults. Let me know what you guys think. Bye. This is an excellent one. I was actually almost going to do this for my on the sand. This is really good. Um, this, this one, this is a tricky one because you kind of, this is a boundary issue. This honestly, like you can kind of set what it is that you're doing as far as gifting goes. Like, yeah. Once you let it get past a certain threshold, there's no going back. Sure. You've set a gift precedent. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> and it, once you do that, like, you know, like... I don't know, especially in a relationship early on, if you go for the big gigantic present early, you got to continuously one up that. So for anybody in a new relationship, start kind of small and work your way up. And that goes for like <clears throat> all the adults in your life, family, deep family. They don't need a present. No. You're like third cousin. Whoever these people are, like you have to keep the circle tight, circle of trust. Keep it small. Keep the gifts like within reason. That's that's what I say. I just, I mean, I really resonated with her. Like we're, we're just like, exchanging the same $40 back and forth mm -hmm. because I obviously am a really thoughtful gift giver because I, I feel the same where it's like, I'm not going to buy you a new AirPods. Like you can go buy yourself a pair of AirPods. Like I feel like there's no, there's no connection to that. There's no like creativity to that. I know a lot of people do, but for me, it's just not my thing. Um, and I just think, yeah, you gotta, you gotta decide who you're giving the gifts to in your life and make it the people that you actually give a shit about. Yes. What I'm going to say is every family is different. And I am in a family where we exchange gifts. Ah. It is what it is. Um, my mom sends me a list. <laughs> my dad asked me for a list. And my sisters and I always get each other things. Um, that being said, yes. But also, my sisters know me pretty well, and they always get me things that I want, like expensive candles or shit that's just like, yes, good gift stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. But that being said, I think everyone can set their own rules. Like, I love what our, I, what I love about our friendship group is that we don't really do gifts. No. Unless it's like, you saw something, and it's not really for birthdays or Christmas. We get each other gifts at random times. Yeah. Like, you got, one of the best Christmas gifts, gifts I've ever gotten is when you got me a gift, but not because I got you one, but you got me those George Costanza sweatpants. Yes. So You good. know, but like. You get gifts when it matters, when there's something important. Yeah. It's the obligation. The obligation is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, because it's like... But it's I will say, at my house, I, we love the tradition of opening in the morning. So I think that's oh, yeah. why we all do gifts. Because we all wake up and we're we all... We do too. We all get yeah. matching jammies. Yeah, I don't same. think that's so crazy. I but think a lot of people are doing that. that's the only that. reason why. It's like we do gifts so there, there's something open that morning. Yeah. Well, and I'm a gift... Like, I was just talking to my mom about this the other night. Like, I love giving gifts and I love preparing the gift like it's it's wrapping a the gift it's cathartic for me like and it makes me really excited like I'm more excited to give a gift than to receive a gift yes. like I love watching somebody open something up like it, it brings me a lot Especially of joy a lot of thought into it yeah exactly so um yeah I think it comes down to the obligation where you're like why the fuck am I buying my second cousin this stupid mm. gift like because I have to. Well, people always ask me why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday over Christmas. I'm like, because Thanksgiving's a less stressful Christmas. Yeah. It costs less money. The, the the pressure to travel is lesser. And all it is is about eating and spending time together. Yeah. And I feel like Christmas, yeah, I do feel like sometimes the sentiment on what it's about is lost, which is relaxation, spending time with loved ones, and having fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you And know. gifts can be a part of that. but They can. I think that... Um, they shouldn't be stressing anyone out. You gotta, you gotta be careful because it's a slippery slope. Okay. Well, when we come back, we are exchanging gifts. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, baby. I cannot wait. Know. All right. Yes. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop, or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. 
Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so welcome to First Degree Gift Exchange. That's right. So before, a couple weeks ago, we decided that we were going to... Made a boundary of us three. You set a boundary. That we're each going to give each we other. Set an expectation. An expectation, uh, yes. not a boundary. Yes. And a boundary in that if you don't do it, we'll mock you and ostracize you. That's Which I realized last night at about 5 p.m. <laughs> On Saturday, I saw Jack and she's like, did you get Did you get the gifts? I was like, Jared's not yours. She's like, you better order tomorrow <laughs> or it's going to be late. I was like, okay. I, I only literally, reminded you guys like five times. I literally, well, I already and it turns out I actually forgot that I already had gotten you one thing, but oh. I got you a second after that reminder. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I am so ready for this. Okay, so as we gift exchange, we're going to have to explain it to people that are only listening to this in audio. We will do an audio description. Okay, so who wants to go first? I have two each. Oh, so go ahead. So maybe I should do one round and then another round. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Okay. okay. Right? How generous. Yeah, okay. But so, we're going to do one at a time. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, Who's... Who deserves a gift more? You or Jared? Jared. Okay. Jared. Because he uh, pretty much works for us for free. Oh, come on now. All right. So Jared is, what is uh, this, you getting guys? his first gift. I can Here, do this I'll with hold, one hold hand. that. No, I can do it with one hand. Oh, okay. Well, just react. Yeah. So okay. Jared's opening his first gift. And it is... Uh, <laughs> what is what it? What is this? <laughs> It needs more mayo. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like you might wear that. It's a shirt that says it, it needs, needs more, more mayo. mayo. Wow. With a big jar of mayo you on it. You know what? Okay, so here's what I, I feel I, like you might wear that. That you, is a great shirt. I Honest, know. As, if you cut the sleeves off or something, like yeah, I, I would love this to off. be sleeveless. <laughs> so if you okay, this is what I love about this shirt. It needs more mayo. Yeah. What I is like it? Because it, it's kind of like it, it the, the subject of this Whatever sentence. It is. It's like it rubs the lotion on its skin. Yes. It so needs more mayo. I am it in this yeah. scenario. So yeah. it is me. It is you. I'm. It I, needs more mayo. I love this. And I feel like this is a great time to talk about the uh, mayonnaise juice. Having a clap. moment. Yeah. So mayo, this was a great debate on the podcast last, a couple weeks couple ago. A couple weeks ago. And 
we were talking about Mayo having a moment in like, Jack our, and I no, were in, talking about this in, in general. Our, no, in, in our, our lives. lives. But I think the entire country is having a Mayo moment because Juicy Couture, the very girly girl brand that we all wore in the aughts, all those track suits. I mean, I had like, Lord knows I had a hundred of them. I had all the ripoff ones. I had all the real ones in like a juicy bag and like all the things. So um, gauche. Whatever the word is. What the fuck is gauche? Gauche. Ta- is it like douchey? It's like nouveau riche. It's like, oh. you know, juicy is a little tacky. Something. Tacky. Basic, basic bitch. Yeah. Mm. I love it, but it was tacky. I like it even more now that I know this. So they're doing, my point is, is they're doing a crossover juicy collab with Kraft mayonnaise. <laughs> and it's like they have like a bottle of Kraft mayo that's pink that Shut says juicy up. on it. And, and they got, have they have like blue juicy couture suits that just say mayo on the or back. Or no, they say smooth. Or smooth. Yeah. Smooth. You know what? Kat Dennings opened a box, I think. Somebody I was yeah. following on Instagram yeah. or Paris Hilton, I don't know. And it was the day after. After our we talked about this and I came sent out. it to you. Was it, who was it? Was it her? I think it I was Kat yeah. yeah. And it was like, it's a smooth on the back and like rhinestones, like the old school odd yeah. juicy outfits. Uh, smooth is good because you never want a chunky mayo. You don't want chunky no. on the back of pants no. either. You want <laughs> smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Honestly, I want that tracksuit so fucking bad. I think you could probably email them and get one for both of us. We're going to try to do that. Friend. And or if not, I don't know if they're selling it or if they're just using it as like a PR stunt. But if you email, you can get one for both of us. Please okay. do. Alexis, um, thank you for the shirt. That's a great shirt. Oh, we're just getting started. Are All you right. ready for your first I'm ready seat? for my gift. I'm going to let you pick which one you want. Oh, God. Both are good. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to take the smaller one. I like to go big. Start small go big mm, she loves to save it okay i'm the same way i want like this is probably the better one though you know <laughs> <laughs> a fry bucket hat yeah a oh. bucket hat with fries on it i'm oh. gonna take off my santa hat i think it's time for that this is perfect, perfect. i love yo you. that is awesome dude I love you got apparel yeah, your next one is too. This is great. She loves right? the fry. Wow. But like, I gift. think that's worth... I said to Jack, I was like, Jack doesn't like junk. She's a minimalist at her place. And also, she has so many amazing clothes and they don't fit in her house. And Jared has like a little closet. But the point is, is that I was like, whatever I give you, you'll probably leave here as a prop. But I'm thinking like, maybe you'll use that. I feel like maybe I'll leave it. <laughs> womp, womp. But because I can use it as a prop here. Here's what you'll do. That's a perfect hat. Here's no, what it's happens. Great. It'll have many uses when we're here. Here's what happens is Jack, she'll, she lo- she's great at the initial thank you. And then she sobers up real quick and is like, here's what I'm going to do with your present. No. <laughs> Honestly, we were told these were novelty gifts. My expectations were very low. Yeah, I think it's a beautiful hat. Well, no, I regardless. do love it. So, but I isn't think, it great? If but you don't I think wear it, it I'm fucking And honestly, it. it looks cute. I'm so glad to know. I'll save it because they had every print. Oh. And I, was like, and I was like, well, what if it doesn't fit? You know, can you imagine I think that? that's a perfect hat for you. Thank you. That in that, that hat because you dip the fry in the mayo. It needs more mayo shirt with French fry hat. Fries and mayo, dude. Right. Not, guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not fucking guilty. Okay, I'm All gonna right, go next. Um, okay, so Lex, this is for you. For me? Oh my god, my gift for Alexis. Made in China, my favorite. (laughs) Is this for holding deviled eggs? It is a deviled egg serving board. Wow. We haven't even actually had the honor of doing the recap of the incredible birthday party that all my friends contributed to. Yeah. The extravaganza. Where we did like an extravaganza where we did a deviled egg contest. Yes. But this is actually a really good gift. I know. Because I didn't have anything like this. Now you I have know. a serving platter. Well, you are so thoughtful. We Thank tried you. to serve all the eggs on like random plates and stuff and I'm like, could you imagine if they're actually on I, a deviled egg serving platter? I really platter? wanted one of these and I almost ordered it but then it couldn't come on time. I was um, I was looking for like a bunch of these for all of our egg creations. Oh, that's a good one too because well, it's nice and one. discreet. I love it. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Great You're present. so welcome. Okay, Jared, are you ready for yours? Yes. Now, Jared, this is something I actually bought for you for regular Christmas, but I thought it really, really uh, would have its time to shine on the podcast. Okay, hold on. Oh, my God. It's a tahine variety pack. (laughs) Hold on. Whoa. Is there different kinds of tahine? I didn't even know there was different Apparently, I learned that there are so many different kinds of tahine. Hold on. Have they been big forever and we're just finding out about them? I want to understand. I mean, tahine, I think, has been around forever. 
Wow. But yeah, now it's they're having their moment. I mean, they're having their moment in Jared's life. Again, it's like, is is this a thing that's really going on or is this just the thing that we love personally? I think it's the thing that's really going on. Because everyone seems to be into Tahin. Wow. Whoa! Show the people, Jared. Yo. Look at all these different colors. What is this? I'm going to so read the flavors. So many tahines. We this... have habanero seasoning. We have classic tahine. <laughs> we have low-sodium tahine, which is probably a good idea. Because it always sucks the Not moisture on my body. Like it's ten, like ten more years. I don't think we need to worry about our sodium for a no, minute. No, but when I drink, Jared when does. I do like a mango cart with like a tahini rim, I feel like Worse. after it's I'm done drinking. He feels it, like he's the Sahara. I desert. I feel like I've been in the Sahara sure. Desert. Uh, I love tahini. I love you, Jacqueline. That I thought, is a great gift. I mean, I thought that a tahini variety pack would really be where it's at. That is a great gift. Yeah. Well, I am honored. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I'm gonna make a drink with that right after this. I know. I thought it would be useful. Woo! You could keep it here if you want. It's a good Christmas. Yeah. Honestly, we could just end it. It could be well, New Jared Year's hasn't right given us his gifts oh, yet. You probably want your Wait, gifts. Wait, I want a gift. Yeah. Okay. Next. Who wants to go first? Jack. Me. All right. Okay. I'm nervous because Jared got this gift yesterday. Wait, there's a thing on the back. Yesterday. Oh my god. It says MILF. Man, I love frogs. What is this? <laughs> is it a sticker? It's a sticker. Where are you going to put it? A truck window sticker. Man, I love frogs. Are you going to put it on your no, Jeep? No, it's a bumper sticker. Well, it says truck sticker. Yeah, I know. But well, we talked about bumper stickers. You love the other frogs. I know. And we, just and we were trying stickers. to remember what we were saying. That's why you texted me that. Yeah. Oh, we were saying how much we hated bumper stickers. Yes. Yeah. That's why I got you a bumper he sticker. He was like, hey, what were you guys talking about bumper stickers? I was like, Jared, I don't remember what I did <laughs> literally yesterday. I don't know. Milf. Man, I love frogs. Man, I love frogs. Shit. The big reveal. <gasps> are they frog ornaments? They're frog. They're just frogs. They're in the, general, they're the see, see they're no see evil, evil hear, hear no, no evil, evil, speak no evil. Speak oh my no god, that's actually frogs. really cute Christmas ornaments. <laughs> they're not ornaments. <laughs> they are now. I just feel like those are such a good little like shelf buddy. Wait, they're so cute. <laughs> I think those are actually good for Christmas though. Jared, this those is are really cute. You did good, Jared. Jacqueline loves a frog. We can keep them here. I got her a frog themed gift. I love frog themed gifts. Love Thanks, that. Jared. You're welcome. Those this are actually feels really cute. like a book. I don't know if that's what it is. I can't remember. It feels like several pieces of paper moving in unison <laughs> with my, the physics of my movement. Yep. Let's see what it is. Okay. It's a book. <laughs> Jared, don't spoil the gift. I sensed it based on my deductive reasoning. So I'll wait till you start to open it, but I, did, <laughs> I, did, I didn't want you to pigeonhole yourself. But egg. but she's an egg lady. You 50 love tried into recipes. <laughs> to be honest, I brought the egg rug here. Because <laughs> like, okay, so to give you guys context, um, when we had my deviled egg birthday party, the winner of the egg deviled egg contest got the over medium egg rug. Okay. And um, Afton left it. So now it's going to live here. Hell That's yeah. right. And sorry, Afton, if you want it, come collect. But... Um, so my Jared, thought, this is an amazing gift. Thank you. I didn't want you to get stuck only eating deviled eggs forever. I wanted you to have at least 50 other options. Well, at you, least know, 50. you know, Matt ratted me out. Even the day of the party, I had eggs for breakfast. Yep. And he's like, this, this <laughs> psycho is having eggs for breakfast. I was like, motherfucker, like, leave. I have to be a woman of mystery. Don't Let tell me them. enjoy my eggs and Then I'm having scrambled egg tacos for breakfast before my egg competition. That is so rude. I would do the same. Right? I would. Thank you. And now you can do it 49 other ways, too. So. Um, This is an egg cappuccino because I'm here for this. <laughs> like, is that, that an egg that, hot chocolate or an what? eggnog? Actually, it's is It's probably that? nog. An eggnog. Most likely nog. Wait. I thought that was a sticker. It's not I got excited sniff. for a second. She thought it was scratch and sniff. You could put it next to the man I no, love frog I sticker. Think that's a sticker. But I, we'll, we'll, we're gonna try we'll to peel that off. I'll investigate later. Okay, Lex, are you? Oh, you guys have two more. Oh shit, let's oh go. God. I actually have one for the for the office as well. What? Yeah. You can open yours first. Oh, thanks, Lex. And then you're next, Jack. Wait, is this a book? It feels like a lot of pages moving together. <laughs> Weird, in right? In unison. <laughs> I've got another one. I've got another. I love mayo. This guy loves his mayo. Mayonnaise is now my identity. I love. Oh, is it a journal? Yeah. <laughs> you can just imagine 
like showing up to a no. songwriting session and being like pulling out my lyric book and not no. saying a word about I this. I think honestly, Jared, this is your diet book. You're gonna write down all the times you eat mayo and how often it's in the food you eat. This is it for anyone listening. It's a journal, and the cover says, "I love in red text. I love mayo." I have to say, if you did bring that to a professional setting, I think people would take you seriously. They, I would if I didn't say a word about it. Yeah, I'd just be like, okay, so I've got some lyric ideas. And I'd- or you could be, be like, I love. Mayor Karen Bass here in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it was a misprint. <laughs> yeah. Mayor. And you could put a little R and then, yeah. you, you know. I you could be this. political. You could be like, I love, um, what's another? Mm, I love May- John Mayor. May- John Mayor. I have another. You could I love Mayor, comma, John. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's perfect. Okay, I'm going. Larry David bald cap costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, little do you know, Alexis, that um, written to. I had to. It didn't. Uh, it came like that. I was no, like, she's not going to know. I got to tell her. So, little do you know, for my bachelorette party, we're I all going to be Larry David. I want to no. have a Larry David night where we're all in bald caps. Nothing turns me on. And more. we go out and party but in Montana. Truly, I'm fine with that. But I'm going to wear a long bald cap. I'm going to have like long silver hair with bald. They like, call I be like sexy old lady Larry David. That's there's fine. A, there's a word for that. That's what? called a skullet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're so gonna have bad. to. We're gonna have to cut in a photo of a skullet because, right. like, no. yeah, um, because. <laughs> What a name. I feel skullet like it sounds is, like a bad word. Dude, skullet? skullet? It sounds like a bad word. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so I had an ex-boyfriend like who used to call blowjobs scullies. Scullies. And I'm like, that is the most disgusting oh. thing I've ever heard. That's how you become an ex. That's why I never got one. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else I mean pretty much ruined that for me uh, <laughs> no one else okay well oh, I'm gonna wait, write that my down in my gift. mayo journal Lex you can open this gift it's for the office oh da 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 <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god yes this see Jack nails it every time it's the, when it's she gets t- the gifts it's exactly what I fucking want it's George Costanza, Costanza, in his most seductive state in on those, the couch. Um, this was when he was on. trying to put a sexy photo in the film for that girl, and Kramer took this. And this stunning thing convinced Elaine that. Oh no, Elaine did it first with the nipple. Yes, and then George did this. Um, Kramer was the photographer that holiday season, but this is actually what I look like. <laughs> and, <laughs> If this onesie could talk, because I mean, here we are. I mean, I think it's a perfect gift for the office. Oh, Put it in a beautiful we're frame. Frame it. All right. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm very happy with how that turned out. I love the gift both exchange. Of you. Thank you for my presence. I love beautiful. you guys so yeah. much. We were talking about how grateful we are out to all work with each other, be able to do this for all of you, for you all to watch. We just feel extremely lucky this this holiday season. Yeah, we love not you to all. be cheesy about it, but to be cheesy about it. But to be cheesy because it a means a lot to, to be us. cheesy. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear about the bad things that you people have done. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Collider says BritBox has TV everyone should be watching. Stream acclaimed series with powerful performances from Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, Bella Ramsey, and Matthew McFadden. Discover new BritBox original series you won't find anywhere else. Like Three Little Birds, Agatha Christie's Murder is Easy, and a new chapter of BAFTA-winning drama, Time. Stream what the New York Times calls the best of British telly, only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Firsty Worsties, we're so excited to give you this extra special Christmas Worsty Firsty. Mm. You know, you got to keep it all with the theme. Yep. So this is not the worst thing I've ever done, um, but it's 
the first thing that I can remember doing that I knew was bad or wrong, um, I think I learned a lot from it. But anyway, um, when I was in, like, first grade, uh, it was – so I have an older brother. He's about two years older, and he and I have birthdays in the spring and early summer, and it was getting to be, like, kind of close to Christmas, so we – we hadn't had gifts or, you know, cool toys in a while. And I remember sitting on our couch and just making up that my grandma had gotten us these, like, big animatronic Pokemon toys that didn't exist. Um, and I described them to him, like, in detail. And he was so excited. And I said she was going to get it, like, give them to us uh, when we went over a couple days later, like, before Christmas. This was like a fun surprise, and um, yeah, totally made it up. He was really excited, so we, uh, my mom, dropped us off at our grandma's, and I'll never forget the image of my brother in his little puffy winter jacket, just like standing in her doorway, so expectantly, like so excited to get this Pokemon toy. And I looked at my grandma and just said. I need to talk to you. (laughs) And I told her what happened. I told her I lied and I made up this toy that didn't exist. And she told me that I had to go in there and apologize to him. And I cried and I felt so bad. And I think I, um, I really learned about empathy that day. And, uh, anytime I am about to do something bad, I just picture my brother in his little puffy coat and how I lied to him just, for no reason, and um, yeah, yeah, I try try not to lie anymore. So that was the first time I did something bad that I knew was bad. Okay, bye. I don't have any brothers. So this empathy thing you're talking about with picturing a little boy in a coat does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I love children, I think... Um, listen you were a child you didn't you can't really be a bad person when you're a child you just can't yeah um you're just you're just figuring stuff out and i think what started as like an imagine imaginative sort of conversation about like what you wish you were getting turned in you got a little carried away but like you can't be a bad child well my first thought is like this after this happened she could have chosen two roads to go down Mm. you know she 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 went down the road that she went down. She realized, oh, man, I lied and it made me feel bad. And like my brother was disappointed and I never want to do that again. Or she could have been like, that was really fun. I'm going to start lying about other things. And then it could have turned into like a big issue. There is this article that just came out of a friend of a friend of a friend. And the title of the article was I Can't Stop Lying. And it was like a medium article. And it was about this guy that was a pathological liar and how it's like completely ruined his life. He lied about going to Mount Everest to his wife when Whoa. he was like in Chicago. And he lied about s- sneaking into China without a passport and like all Dude. of this shit. And it's like it's completely ruined his life. So it's like you could have gone one of two ways. And I'm glad that you went the way that you went. And, you know, let's take a moment to talk about how stressful lying is. Oh, my God. Because well, the I can't few do it. times I've lied, which is like. I can't come to work today. And this is obviously not current day, like, but <laughs> in the past boss. when I've had to go to work and needed to get out of it, it's like, I can't get, I can't go to work. I'm doing this, but we've actually done this. It's like, I have to be like, no one can post. No one can this. It's just, it starts. And it spreads. But you see how others. easy it can happen. And mine barely counts. Imagine yeah. when you're doing sort of elaborate lies that involve your oh children God. or your family. But you, you firsty with a heart of gold. Chose the high ground. You also told your grandma the truth as soon as you got there because you felt guilty. Yep. Like you're, you're like um, a, a textbook normal healthy (laughs) responsive person where you like felt guilty when you saw your sad brother like that is exactly like your parents should be really proud that's how it's supposed to work that's how mine works that's how yours works but that's not how everybody's works that's why we have a true crime podcast not everybody feels bad when that happens like jack said you're a good person good person i'm gonna start imagining your brother in the puffer coat i just see the guy from a christmas story yeah Yeah. with his his tongue stuck to the thing (laughs) you know like that's what i'm I'm seeing before the time yeah. i know but, but just the disappointment so over the cute. animatronic 
Pokemon, which they probably have one. In I know, you know, overseas. What? it would be a great Christmas gift to create one, find one and give it to your brother. That is a great idea. You know, full you heard circle it here moment. first. Gift giving. I love it. All right. So now all that's left is the stanza. And I feel like we're going to riff because we had so much fun doing that before. Listen, oh, I'm shit. so okay. glad about this. So because I have an amazing beginning thing to riff. Jingle bells, jingle bells. George is not okay. Oh, what fun it is to live in a life full of dismay. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells. What a crappy fucking day. I only like the top of the muffin. The rest I'll throw away. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy, Happy festivals. Love you, firsties. Collider says BritBox has TV everyone should be watching. Stream acclaimed series with powerful performances from Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, Bella Ramsey, and Matthew McFadden. Discover new BritBox original series you won't find anywhere else. Like Three Little Birds, Agatha Christie's Murder is Easy, and a new chapter of BAFTA-winning drama, Time. Stream what the New York Times calls the best of British telly, only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com.